1: of Jesus thank God for the revival for the souls for the children's lives that are being changed and they're going to grow up and their lives are going to be different than that of those before them because the gospel thank you God thank you God and the other half of that equation sister Jennifer is you were willing you were willing to receive instruction and Hear words that sometimes probably didn't come across so nice. (laughs) But you had a willing heart. We're going to pretend today. Anybody like to pretend? We're going to pretend today that it's Christmas morning. I knew that would make my mother very happy. We do not need a Christmas carol For the closing of the service today. (laughs) But if you could just put on a pair of spiritual glasses. For just a moment. You would see the gifts all over the place today. And trust me you would find your name on some of them. Now, I'm going to try real hard to not be longer than what you want me to be. As much as we like temporal things, the gift giver today only deals in the eternal. And he's the one passing out the gifts today. So if you find a gift with your name on it, Just trust that it is exactly what you have been longing for. Whether you realize it or not, it is exactly what you have been longing for. Today there is one gift in particular that your heavenly Father is longing very, very much to pass out. Even though it is the same gift for every single one of us, the package is going to look a little bit different. So don't try to guess which box it is. We all need it. It is an essential item. It's the same gift, just wrapped in a different package, but it is wrapped to perfection. For our exact need today. Now how do I know this? How do I know this to be true? Is this really just a story that I've made up? No, it's not. And actually it's not pretend. And it's not made up because this life is not a fairy tale. It's reality. And today is reality. We have a heavenly father that is very very well aware what we need. And if we ask him, he will show us. I was uh, sitting next to the window. I pay an extra 20 bucks for this, by the way. I was sitting next to the window on my flight from Philadelphia to Nashville yesterday. And I buried my face in my hands And I began to talk to Jesus about today. And about the message that he would bring to you today. All I ask is Lord what do they need? What do you need to speak to your people about? What is the need of the hour? Because We know that the word of God all by itself is very, very powerful. And yes, I could speak many things today. As long as I'm preaching the word, you will be fed. But I believe wholeheartedly that when we ask specifically and then we follow his lead, that people are not only fed, but they are satisfied in their soul. Jesus wants to give you a gift today. That will satisfy. I'm talking about take care of. Satisfy. The longing that is inside of our hearts today. Even when we don't even realize what it is. (laughs) As I began to uh, pray. And I had this little travel blanket that was still in the little container and I just put my face up to it and I began to pray I began seeing your faces one by one and I saw that we all needed every single one of us needed the same gift I saw one by one dealing with situations dealing with worry, dealing with regret Some with great concern for the future. Some with anxiety. Some with fear and believing lies that you are unloved. And on and on, I just saw it like a movie running before my eyes. It was a beautiful time in the spirit as I began to pray and intercede for each one of you. Now, the Lord is so kind that it is extremely rare to have a seat open next to you on a Southwest flight because we're the cheap people. We take the cheap flights. But the Lord gave me that gift. So I didn't have to feel awkward as I was speaking in tongues by myself and with my head down. Like, Lord, just let these people think I'm sleeping. Actually, I typically don't care what people think, but like, I don't want them uncomfortable. I kept hoping that the girl over on the next seat would, like, at least talk to me just so I could, like, I don't know, tell her to have a good day. But she wasn't interested. Now, do I tell you this today, tell you the story of how I come up with this message just so I could look spiritual? (laughs) It's kind of just the opposite of that. I'm telling you today because I don't have any answers. I don't know the need that is in the depths of your soul. I can't come up with that on my own. Sometimes it's extremely overwhelming as pastors that when we're asked for counsel and ask for advice on so many different situations, some we've never experienced, some that we have, and I'm definitely not complaining because we are called by God. And... To serve in this position. But pastor and I don't have all the answers. Brother Timothy and sister Jen. Don't have all the answers. As our administrative pastors. Sister Sonia doesn't have the answer. For all the children's ministry. Sister Janae doesn't have all the answers. For the music ministry. None of our leadership team has all the answers. They're just a bunch of people. Willing to work for free. And faithful. In every way. Nobody has the answer to the exact gift that you need today for the longing of your heart and your soul, except for Jesus. We have a heavenly father. He has that gift today wrapped exactly, unique to you. Now, if I was wrapping something it would probably be all the colors that Jen hates. Might be bright and shiny, and hers is wrapped in brown paper and a, some kind of cord on it. But she makes it look amazing. <laughs> if Lindsay was wrapping a gift, she would make the wrapping paper. It's ridiculous. <sighs> I just can't quite measure up. So Frannie and I are going to stick together. We're gonna go throw something in a bag and say, I hope they like what's in it because we know they're not gonna like the outside. <laughs> Every once in a while, we get something right. And Jen can't hide her feelings. She's like, wow, this act-, and she uses the word actually, this actually looks good. <laughs> Woo, I've done a couple things right over the last 15 years they've been married. <laughs> But I am telling you today, he's got your number. (laughs) He knows exactly what you like, and it will be packaged to your liking. So you don't have to go home without having that longing in your soul not fulfilled today. If you pick up the gift. Isaiah 9 and 6, for unto us a child is born, and unto us a son is given. And the government shall be upon his shoulders, and his name shall be called Wonderful, Counselor, the Mighty God, the Everlasting Father, and the Prince of Peace. The Everlasting Father has a very special gift wrapped for each of us today, from the youngest to the oldest, and it is the gift of peace. Now throughout the Bible we can find numerous stories that we can relate to as individuals, as families, as the body of Christ. Of situations that people found themselves in and they were desperate for an answer. Daniel, because of his refusal to bow to the gods of this world, found himself standing right next to the man-eating lions. But the God of peace stepped in and shut the mouth of those lions. And the peace of God, no doubt, filled that den. It was exactly what Daniel needed. It was just another confirmation that his God really was Jehovah Shalom. It was Gideon. That was arguing with the Lord and letting the Lord know that he was just not capable within himself to defeat the enemy. He didn't have a name. No one would recognize him. And he wrestled with the Lord over what the Lord was asking of him. Because the Lord saw in Gideon what Gideon could not see in himself. And the Lord allowed him to fleece him because Gideon just could not hardly believe that God would use someone such as him to win a battle for his people and when the lord spoke and brought his peace to the situation gideon accepted and allowed the lord to win the wrestling match and gideon built an altar judges 6:23 and 24 And the Lord said unto him, somebody needs to hear this word today. Peace be unto you. Fear not, thou shalt not die. Then Gideon built an altar there unto the Lord and called it Jehovah Shalom. God is my peace. Many times we question the plans that God has laid out for our lives. Why? Because we can't figure it out. (laughs) It makes no sense to us at all. Surely this isn't God. (laughs) Asking of me, little old me, unsuccessful me. I can't really say this word because it ain't me. Introverted me, introverted you. And the one with the stain past, me. And the one full of fear, me. And doubt, me. And the one who's not as smart as others, me. And the one who has no name or reputation, me. And so the wrestling match begins. When we are anxious, or we're feeling stressed, or we're feeling full of fear over any situation, science has proven that physical activity will release endorphins and help our minds to think more clearly, help us to see things from a different perspective. It changes our breathing, and it's just simply good for us to get up and move when we're feeling stressed or anxious or fearful. But can I tell you that one of the best activities that you can do for yourself is not actually physical. It's a spiritual wrestling match. And we need it. Every single one of us need a wrestling match between our will and the will of God. Now that may sound ridiculous, because we all know that we need to be submitted to the will of God. But I want to tell you today the whole point, the whole reason that any of us in this room are stressed or depressed or anxious or fearful, full of doubt, full of unbelief. It's because we don't want to let go of our will. We know the answer. We got it all figured out. And it's stressing us out because it's not happening the way that we think and we know that it should happen. We can very clearly see the answer if God would just ask us. We would tell him. We have told him. We have absolutely great ideas of how to resolve the conflict of our finances and how to resolve the conflict with our in-laws And how to resolve the conflict with our children. And how to resolve the conflict of our past. And how to relieve and resolve the conflict of our future. We know God just ask us. We have all the answers. We know what we're good at, God. We've taken the personality test. And we know. We know our strengths. We know our weaknesses. We know our assigned abilities and our unassigned abilities. If God would just listen to us. We could just have peace if he would just take our advice. Like it or not, it's the truth. I've had to learn it the hard way, and I will keep learning it, I'm sure. I'm anxious when things don't go my way. I am fearful when I don't know the future. And God's asking me to walk into it. I allow stress to overcome my heart and my emotions when there are situations that are out of my control and I don't see God doing anything about it. And that's when I get anxious. And that's when I get stressed. And that's when I get depressed. And that's when I start thinking things that I should never be thinking. God really has forsaken me. He wasn't talking to me in that scripture. He was talking to everybody else. We might not like to admit it, but it comes out of our mouth anyway. In our everyday conversations, sometimes we just don't even realize the words that we say. I just don't know how God's going to do this. I don't know how this is all going to work out. I have no idea. If I get to next week and this is just not going to work, so I've got to do something. How many have said, I've got to do something. I have to, I have to do so, I've got to make this work. I gotta take this into my hands, because God ain't. I've gotta take it into my hands, and I've gotta fix this. I've got the answers. I know exactly what to do. I'll just get my credit card out, and I'll pay the bills with that. It's a wrestling match. We need to release endorphins through a wrestling match. Between our will and his will. When we finally let go. And we stop fighting against his will. And accept the fact that we do not know everything. And we do not have all the answers. And stop giving out advice to people that aren't even asking for it. Guilty. And we can't figure out our marriage. And we don't know the future. And we let God have his way and his will. That is the moment. At the end of that wrestling match. When you finally allow yourself to be pinned. And they tap you out and you're done. Then the peace of God will flood over your soul like No other time. That's where he wants us. That's where he wants his church. His body. He wants us to let go. With gritted teeth. Let go. Give it to him. Stop trying to make everything work according to my will. Because I know just ask me I know I know all the answers I know how to fix this and I know how to fix that and I know what would work here and what would work there if he would only listen to me I want to do what I want to do and when I want to do it and how I want to do it but that just keeps me stressed that just keeps me anxious that just keeps me guessing because I already know it's me doing the work and not him No matter what we see, no matter what we feel, no matter what our brain is trying to tell us, no matter if the enemy is whispering in our ear, we have got to allow God to win. And his will be released into our lives. It is the best gift we will ever receive. It will be the gift of peace. We just keep trying to fix it. We just keep saying the same prayer over and over again. God, look, look, here's my overdrawn checkbook. Come on, look at this. Look at my finances. And he says, look at my word. This is the answer to all of our financial problems. Just notice. (laughs) Give, and it shall be given to you. But not just given to you, but pressed down, shaken together, running over, will men give unto your bosom. That's not just talking about money. That's just one scripture. But he said, if you will give what I have required of you, which is tithes and offerings, the shekel and the half a shekel, 10% and 5%. If you will give what I have required of you, you're not going to have a need of want. All of your finances will be taken care of. He's obligated to this word. So we can work on it and work on it and do a different budget plan and do this and that. But here's the answer. We've got to stop wrestling. (laughs) We've got to stop wrestling. Now, God, I know the answer. I know how to make this stretch. I know how to do this. And he's like, will you just let go and let me win? And when he wins, not only are we financially blessed in that situation, but the peace of God, the peace of God just floods over us. I don't have to live submitted to my husband. I don't have to live submitted to you. I have a choice. I don't have to live submitted to God, but when I let go and I live and I walk and I breathe in submission, do you know what happens? (laughs) The peace of God that passes all understanding when I do not understand. The peace of God is like a gift that comes to me with my name on it. Some people found themselves in the Bible with a place of desperation. And they wrestled until they got their answer. Hannah was one of those. You know the story. She wept sore, the Bible said. She would not give up. She begged the Lord for a child. And then the prophet heard her. She was accused of being drunk. She said, oh no, my Lord, I am a woman with a sorrowful spirit. I have drunk neither wine nor strong drink, but have poured out my soul before the Lord. Count not my maiden for a daughter of Belial, for out of the abundance of my complaint and grief have I spoken hitherto. You know what I have found out? Sometimes, even in a beautiful service, the Lord is moving. We have an altar call, and it is the perfect opportunity for us to pour out our soul to the Lord for the request that we have. It is the perfect opportunity. But we win the wrestling match, and God doesn't. Then Eli answered and said, go in Peace and the God of Israel grant thee thy petition that thou hast asked of him. And she said, Let thy handmaiden find grace in thy sight. So the woman went her way and did eat, and her countenance was no more sad. Hannah wept bitterly and asked God for a child, and she left with peace and a word from the Lord. She received the word. And the peace. And all women can testify to this. It showed on her face. Because our face tells all of our emotions. (laughs) The principles of the kingdom of God are not to bring division. Because we all see the scriptures a little bit differently. Or because one may have a conviction over this and another have a conviction over that. If there's not scripture to back it up. We don't need to pass judgment on each other. Romans 14 and 17 says. For the kingdom of God. It's not meat and drink. It's not what you're convicted over. And what I'm convicted over. In our personal beliefs. But it is righteousness. And it is peace. And it's joy in the Holy Ghost. It's not about division and finding fault. It's about peace within the body. Of Christ. Second Peter 1, 2 through 8, grace and peace be multiplied unto you. <laughs> Peter was saying this to the church: grace and peace be multiplied unto you through the knowledge of God and of Jesus our Lord, according as his divine power hath given unto us all things that pertain to life and to godliness. Through the knowledge of him that hath called us to glory and virtue. Whereby are given unto us exceeding great and precious promises. That by these you might be partakers of the divine nature. And have an escape the corruption that is in the world through lust. And beside this giving all diligence add to your faith virtue We want knowledge, we want patience, we want all of these things that he was listing. But it all started with multiplied grace and peace through the knowledge of Jesus Christ. One of our favorite scriptures on peace, Philippians 4, 4 through 9, Rejoice in the Lord always, and again I say rejoice. Let your moderation be known unto all men. The Lord is at hand. Be anxious for nothing. What's nothing mean? (laughs) No thing. (laughs) Be anxious for nothing. But in everything, by prayer, And supplication with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known unto God. And the peace of God, which passes all understanding, shall keep your hearts and your minds through Christ Jesus. Finally, brethren, whatsoever things are true the things that are honest, the things that are just, things that are pure and lovely and of a good report. If there be any virtue, any praise, think on these things. Those things which ye have both learned and received and heard and seen in me, do and the God of peace shall be with you. Now I can talk to you about it. We can teach about it, we can preach about it, but I can't go home with you and follow you around and get up with you every morning and remind you how to obtain the peace of God in your life. Anybody know it takes us being intentional? Every day intentional. Satan is the prince and the power of the air. And one of his favorite things to do is just drop a lie right next to us. Drop a little bit of deceit into the airways, into our minds, and just sit back and watch us take it all in and believe every lie. He really has to do very little. Just put a lie out there, deceive us in some way, let turmoil come our way or a problem, and we take it from there. We think on the lie, and then we speak the lie. And then once we start speaking it out of our mouths, we begin believing what we're saying, and there is no peace. We're not going to make it to next month. I'm, I'm probably going to die with this sickness. I, my family's never going to be saved I thought they were getting close, and then they did something this week, and I'm just like, well, that's never going to happen. We speak those things out of our mouth because of those lies that are just hanging there. And we're like, I think I'll take that one, and I'll take that one, and I'll believe that one. You know why? Because things aren't happening according to our will. We haven't given up on the wrestling match yet. We haven't allowed God to win and his will to happen. The scripture tells us that if we think on these things, what things? Things that are truth. God is my healer. God is my provider. He will never leave me. He will never forsake me. With his stripes, I am healed. He is everything I will ever need. Truth, 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 praiseworthy. That's what brings the God of peace into our situation. And once he is invited in and you feel his presence, you feel the peace of God in the room, anxiety has to leave. And peace takes its place. Speak truth. God will provide. God will take care of me. God has the future of my children. God has my future. God knows where I need to be at, at what time I need to be there. I'm letting go. (laughs) I'm letting go because if I let go, then he gets to have his way and it is perfect. Every single time. Thou will keep him in perfect peace. (laughs) Perfect peace. What is that? I don't even know what that is. But we can, whose mind is stayed on thee because he trusteth in thee. That's what it is. It's a trust issue. We have a big trust problem. It is so sad. And when I say we, I mean we, all of us, we have a trust issue. If we would just let him take the lead and trust him believe what his word says the perfect peace would be ours thou will keep him not just dangle it over his head but keep him in perfect peace whose mind is stayed on thee i will believe the lord i will trust in the lord he is my rock he is my salvation the lord is he he upholds me he takes care of me if you don't know the scripture Get it and just read it out loud. Truth, truth, truth. Isaiah 53 and 5. But he was wounded for our transgressions. He was bruised for our iniquity. The chastisement, which is a beating for punishment of our peace, was upon him. And with his stripes we are healed. What a beautiful and perfect gift that he has wrapped today with your name on it. With my name on it. John 14 and 27. Peace I leave with you. My peace I give unto you. Not as the world giveth. Give I unto you. Let not your heart be troubled. Neither let it be afraid. I can't even explain to you what I was seeing on that airplane. As I could see your face, immediately the Lord would show me your situation. And the worry and the fear and the anxiety and what's going to happen and how am I going to fix this and what is this and I, I don't know and I don't know what to do next. And it was just turmoil and anxiousness and 1 Thessalonians 5 and 23, and the very God of peace sanctify you. In other words, set you apart from the way everybody else looks at things. Set you apart from the way the world sees things. Sanctify you. Holy. W H O L L Y. Holy. All of us, every part of us, sanctify us holy. The peace of God. And I pray, God, your whole spirit and soul and body would be preserved blameless unto the coming of the Lord Jesus Christ. He's coming after a people that trust him. That trust him. So how, how do I receive this gift of peace that God has wrapped so beautifully for me today? How do I receive it wholly? All of me. How do we receive it into our spirit? How do we receive it into our soul and our body? Our minds need this peace. Our soul needs this peace. And our bodies need this peace. I've prayed for more than one person in my life that when I laid hands on them for the healing of their body, the Lord directed me to pray over their mind instead. So I began to pray over their mind that God would relieve them of the turmoil, of the anxiousness, of the worry and the fear and the doubt. And one lady in particular has testified that when I began to pray for her mind, every bit of the pain in her body left. Whether it was peace, that Jesus spoke to a physical storm, or it was peace that he spoke to a demoniac. Whatever the situation that is going on. That's affecting our minds and even the way we conduct our lives. Some of us have found ourselves saying this very word. I can't even think straight. We need peace. Peace. It's affecting our minds, it's affecting our bodies, our souls. And the Prince of Peace is here today to hand out the gift of peace. But I believe we need to be reaching for it with both hands. That our hands are empty of our wants and our goals and our will and our desires, that we can reach with both hands and take this gift of peace that God Almighty wants to give us today. It might take a wrestling match. It might take a lot of tears. It may take swallowing our pride. But if you truly want to live in the peace of God, then His will must triumph over ours. His say-so must win over what we say. I don't have every detailed answer. But I know the one who does. Thank you, Jesus. If the ship of your life is tossing on the sea of strife, you need someone And if you feel so all alone And your house is not a home You need someone And if it seems life isn't fair And there's no one left to share All those lonely days and nights when things just don't turn out right And you need someone to care Someone who'll just be there You need
0: someone So I give you Jesus He's the peace that passes on Understanding
1: I give you Jesus
0: He's the perfect love that casts out all fear
1: Oh I give you Jesus He's the water that you'll drink
0: and never thirst again Oh, I give you Jesus,
1: the Prince of Peace, my friend. I give you Jesus. You're welcome to come to the altar if you want. And if the pressure all around, it keeps your spirit
0: to the ground, you need someone.
1: And if your body is in pain And your health you can't regain You need someone Oh, and if it seems that you have tried With all the strength you have inside And it seems that you have failed Remember on the cross he nailed all the bitterness and the grief. To give you peace and sweet relief. He is that someone that you need. So I give you
0: Jesus. He's the peace that passes all understanding
1: oh I give you
0: Jesus he's the perfect love that cast out all fear
1: drink and you'll never
0: thirst again. I give you Jesus, my friend. I
1: give you Jesus. Oh, He's the peace that passes all understanding.
0: And I give you Jesus. He's the perfect love that casts out all fear. The water that
1: you'll drink and you'll never thirst again.
0: I give you Jesus. Oh, my
1: friend, I give you Jesus. Let the wrestling match begin.
0: Mo shata ya kisi tola mai, roti ya shoko tola mai yosotia sana mai ando, ra kia tori la la mai shatori asi, kiala la mai yoto shata la mai yos, kiala rori Yo loma, ya yo so doriata la baya. Shotia cassotola bya so cosha I let go, God. I let go. I let go of my will today, God.
1: I let go of my will over my health. I let go of my will over my marriage. I let go over my will of my future.
0: I let go of my will over my ministry. I let go of my will, God, over my family over my finances I let go. Thy will be done. (laughs) No matter what it costs me thy will be done. No matter how uncomfortable I am thy will be done.
1: So your kingdom are your body oh God
0: your kingdom comes to this earth through your body so your will be done (laughs) come on don't walk away today winning again
1: let him win When you let him win, the gift is waiting for you. Because you just know that
0: everything is going to be all right. Uh, I let go of control right now, God. I let go of control. Rockies your You all I'm You really do know what is best, God. Hallelujah.
1: I can tell you it's gonna take more than one wrestling match. Situations we find ourselves in there will be another wrestling match but if we live in the state of it's just not all about me he saved me yes but now I am in turn to help others to minister to others to bring the gospel to others So, if I allow His will to be done in my life,
0: then He will use me for His glory.
1: It is very uncomfortable to wrestle with the Lord. transparent with you I had a wrestling match this weekend you know how we are when we go to ladies conference and we just know it's going to be this explosive service and God's just going to do miracles and we're going to shout and run and jump and it's just going to be fabulous and then they ask me to come and speak And I I know what ladies are wanting when they come to Ladies' Conference. That's the kind of service that they're wanting. And so that's the kind of message I wanted to preach. I wanted to preach about faith. I wanted to tell them about miraculous events that happened and get everybody on this high of faith in God and increase their faith. And the Lord wouldn't let me. And I wrestled. And I wrestled. And I wrestled. Because I wanted my way. I knew what those ladies were expecting. I knew what they needed. I've been to ladies conferences before. I know how it's supposed to go. And the Lord's like, no. And I wrestled. And when the uh, ladies president... New Jersey she said so did you rest this afternoon I was like well I wrestled I didn't really rest but what happened at the end was healing happened and the Lord ministered to those ladies exactly where they were at they didn't need a shout they didn't need their faith raised up They needed the word of the Lord because he knew what it was for that hour and for every single one in the room. We wrestle. (laughs) Not literally against flesh and blood, but against our own will. I know and I believe that the message today is going to keep talking to you throughout this week when you find yourself in a state of turmoil or stress, anxiety whatever it is worry, fear, doubt or just simply wanting to be in control just take a moment to wrestle for a minute and let God win and witness witness the peace of god i have never experienced the peace of god like i experienced in that hotel room it it took my breath and as soon as it happened as soon as the wrestling match was over and i gave up my will i was like let's go let's go church let's preach this message it's it's all good i'm happy i'm ready to worship and I was like slaying on the floor crying my eyes out before that but when that peace of God came over me it changed everything and it really was just simply because I gave up I don't have all the answers but I have Jesus the peace that passes all understanding the prince of peace Commander of peace. May God give you peace. Make his face shine upon you and your children and their children and their children to all the generations to come. In the name of Jesus, just think. The sooner we learn this, the sooner we can teach it to our kids. Maybe they don't have to go through all the stuff that we've gone through. If we teach them, just let go. Let God. Just listen to God. That would be amazing, wouldn't it? Well, thank you for being in the house of the Lord today.